Welcome to Reveries, a podcast discussing HBO's Westworld. I'm Elisa. I'm Amy. And today we'll be discussing episode four of season two called The Riddle of the Sphinx. Riddle of the Sphinx. Yes. Sphinx. I don't know. <laughs> Sphinx. <laughs> uh, how are you? Uh, good. Good. Good, good, good. Yes. Busy week. In the school year. Right, you right, know, right. Everyone's right. just crazy. And then summer comes and it sort of dies down. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, saying, yeah, we were busy and now we're drawing to a close and anyway, Be less, it's good. Less stress, a little more easy going. Yes, I guess so. Well, for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. um, all right, well, tell me what you <clears throat> thought. Of, at, first, tell me, when did you watch this episode? I watched it on Sunday. Okay. It, but I, it was like an hour and a half later than Okay. Okay, did you see anything happening online? Were you checking Facebook or Twitter that you would have known something was going on with the episode? I did not check. Okay, that's good. I did not check. That's good. All right, very good. All right, so tell me what you thought. Okay, Um, my initial reaction was it was my favorite episode of all. Of the whole season one and two? Yeah. For sure, okay. Yeah. I felt like we were finally getting into the meat of things. Right. We were figuring out... Not figure out. They're letting us figure out. Right. Yes. Kind of what's going on. Right. Um, and I was hoping for an episode like this because I think I expressed last week that I'm kind of getting frustrated that they're not giving us more. Right. So I think this episode was it and I thought it was very yes. timely. Yes. I mean, but I do have a long list of things that I loved that I was taking notes on. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and oh wait, do you want me to go into this yet? No, I was going to say tell you how I felt. I did not know it was an hour and 15 minutes. And I was starting to get anxious around like minute 50 thinking there's no way they're going to wrap this up in like the next three minutes. I mean, that's usually the run times around 53 minutes or so. Yeah. And I, and that was making me anxious. Oh, how funny. So, and then I finally like clicked on the remote and oh, it's an hour and 15 minutes. So longer time, which is great. And I'm like very much looking forward to long episodes i'm just better when i know about it um i remember feeling that way with game of thrones all the time because i didn't want it to end right but i think in this episode i was completely engrossed that i wasn't even looking at the clock or anything i was like i was yeah (laughs) i mean normally i am and we'll see that's it i mean if i had known it was an hour and 15 minutes it wouldn't have bothered me yeah Yeah. and that's what i love about the game when i know the game of thrones is gonna be longer it's like fine no problem but anyway so i did like it um i'm just like totally in love with Jeffrey Wright. Oh I mean, gosh, so in I love know. with Jeffrey Wright. I know. He's I'm the best. I'm listening to uh, Catching Fire, part, uh, Catching Fire, the second of the Hunger Games trilogy right now, which I've listened to like 500 times. Maybe not 500, but a lot. Is he the narrator? <laughs> no, but he played Beatty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so in my mind, I'm totally like, Bernard, Beatty, <laughs> what's happening? You know, picturing him. Oh. You know, so... Um, but I, so that was great. And, um, yeah, so I was, and and right off the bat, it started with the lost, or it seemed to me a lost reference. I have not gone and hunted down the rabbit hole if that was intentional or not. It wasn't. It was not. I looked it up. (laughs) Uh, well, but anyway, so I, I, I think lost for me was sort of like the first, television show that I got obsessive about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was certainly the first show that I watched on Netflix. Like I watched it in real time 
And then Netflix happened, the online Netflix, you know, like the, the streaming and it was on there and I was like, oh yeah, I'm. So you rewatched it. Oh, many, many times. Oh, wow. Yeah, many times. And this, that was the first show I ever listened to a podcast about it afterwards. Really? Yes. I was real into Jay and Jack who have a Westworld uh, podcast and they, I would just be like waiting for it to download. I mean, it was way different, you know, in terms of. They probably were one of the only ones in the game at that point. You oh, know, wow. thought podcasting about Lost. Yeah. But um, anyway, so that was very, like, for me, it was just like, oh, my gosh. So, Even though she said it wasn't, I really have a hard time believing it because I feel like there's so many similarities. The repetitiveness, the circles, yes, the yes. music. Yes, like I the just, pod-like, yeah, patch-like atmosphere. I, I This is funny because so many people were making references to it online. Yes. Yeah. Like it was all over. And I felt like naturally that is it. But then in the interview with Lisa afterwards, she's like, no, I didn't even know about it. Right. And I'm like, oh. D- you know, like somehow it might have been in her zeitgeist, you know, or whatever it is, like in her subconscious. Because uh, do you remember when, okay, so this is my, when, when uh, in Frozen, she, there's a line in it where they're like, where, uh, Anna is having a, a duet with one of the with a villain, end up villain. But um, and they say we finish each other's sandwiches, and that's a big Arrested Development thing. And <laughs> so, but they were interviewed. The the lyric, you know, Bobby Lopez was interviewed about that, and it was like, no, we, we you know we never you know weren't referencing Arrested Development at all. But it's like, dude, yes, you were. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that yeah, they yeah. were, but just saying. Somehow that has gotten into the universe of yeah. pop culture. And so maybe Lisa Joy, not, you know, consciously, but like somehow, I mean, that was just too much. Like it was lost. a lot. Yes. So it just somehow got into her. It had consciousness to have. I loved it. it. I thought it was beautiful. Yes. Honestly, I love artistically. I thought it was yes. just gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yes. Um, okay. So let's go anyway. into the top five things you, you liked about or. Well, yeah, yeah. However many. <laughs> top the top eight. 17. <laughs> right. <laughs> I probably could have gone on, but I was t- I was like going through and I was like, oh, I better stop now. Right. <laughs> so, okay. These are in no particular order okay. except how they just popped into my head. Okay. So, number one was Lisa Joy directed this episode. It was yes. her directorial, directorial debut. She's never directed anything before. Anything. No, anything. That's um, cray cray. I know because I feel like she totally hit it out of the park. Nailed like, how it. can you... This be your first time. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. So I thought that was pretty good. That is awesome. Um, I love, oh, it has one, three, four, five, six. So maybe I only have seven. Ha, that's funny. <laughs> okay. So Man in Black gets a heroic opportunity. And I, and I was like, maybe he isn't all bad. Right. And do you remember, I remember last season we talked about whoever was good sometimes turns bad. And yes. bad and yes. you end up liking them. Blah, blah, right. Blah. So I don't know if maybe by the end of this we will end up liking the man in black. Yeah, redemption story. Yeah, and I, I feel like I still want to call him Man in Black. Right. Even though I know it's William, because yeah. it differentiates the young William and old William. I, I, I when I'm seeing it discussed online, I, I, I still need to, people to refer to it as Man in Black. If you say William, I'm which thinking, one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay, so now we learn that the company is experimenting with immortality. Yes. And I loved that reveal that we finally get it because I was, I feel like we've known there was something since season one. Yes. And we didn't know what it was. And right. finally it's here. 
And it's not what everybody was really thinking. No. So I kind of love that. Now, I take that back. Like, about two episodes ago, I talked about sending clones of yeah. people out into the world. Oh, so that's true. Amy Gramowski that is was true. on the tip of that deal big time. That is true. <laughs> it was... Yes, you absolutely were. <laughs> I'm just going to let that sit there. Yes. <laughs> um... Okay, so as I'm going, I was reading through some things, and there was, I'm completely lifting this sentence off of wherever I took it, somebody's post or comment. Okay, okay. It's James Delos is part human, part host. Right. So I didn't think of him that way during the show, even though I knew it wasn't, I guess it wasn't him. But it was him. Right. So I, now I'm looking at it in a completely different way. Yes. Yeah. So then now I'm thinking, okay, does this change how we feel about hosts? Because what if they were all part human and part host? Like in some way, they're... Yes. Does it change? Does it change anything? I think that is very interesting because we talked about... Uh, you, well, certainly we saw with Bernard... Bernard you know... Yeah. That it was based on somebody and whether they did the programming of it based on Arnold or as in the case with James Delos, it seems like they actually took a, you know, like a part of his DNA to create the cylinder or whatever that goes in there. But how much different is that than just actually like creating without DNA the backstory of the, I think that's a that's a an excellent point. And I, yeah. So whenever you know, whenever William first deletes him the right. first time, yep, like he's deleted him yep. how many times? I was like, oh my gosh, you're killing him. Yeah. But then I was telling myself, well, you got to remember, he's not real. Yeah. They can download his consciousness into anything. Yes, exactly. So then I was like, well, that seems weird, but okay. Then as then I started thinking. Is it really him? Should right. I really feel bad? Because I think in somebody else, if it was a real human yeah. being in that situation, they wouldn't say the exact same thing every time. They wouldn't do the exact same thing every time. I don't think. No, but... But it, he did because he was programmed to. Kind of. Right. Kinda. Right. Well, I think that they, when they transferred his consciousness or whatever it is... The very first time they did a baseline interview and basically they are waiting, you know, like the company is waiting for him to break through that conversation. Um, So, yeah, I don't, it's, it's very interesting. There probably could be like hours just talking about this part. So we we can't go too far down the rabbit hole. Let's not go in there. (laughs) Okay. The next thing was Bernard printed a control unit for someone else, and we don't know who. I feel like that's exciting. It's a new mystery. Right. It's taken us on to it, so I'm really excited about that. Okay, let me ask you about his scenes, which were so insane that the scenes where he's like, he he recognized this is not now. Yeah. I am not with Elsie. And, but we don't know when it is. Right. Was it after? Is it before? I mean, what's happening and where is it in the timeline? Well, we know that obviously Elsie came after he killed those people because they saw their bodies. Right. We we saw that. 
We know that Elsie is with him after he shot himself at the end of last season. Yes, so true. We, so okay, we know that. got that on the timeline. Yeah. Yep. So, I don't know. Yeah. But those I, are the I, things that we know. I did just, I just, but I just loved it. I loved seeing his acting of, and just, and just, uh, it was just, it was wonderful. I understand why the writers are doing this because if you're from a human's perspective, the timelines go in chronological order. Right. But, but AIs don't see that. They don't understand the timeline. Right. They're not any older than they were before. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So I, I think they're, because we're doing it from their perspective, things are all over the place. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. I Okay. Gotcha. So it must be really shitty for them. Right. Like, when is this? I don't know what right. we're doing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Maybe that's why they're confusing everybody. Right. <laughs> right. Know. Um, okay, next thing. The man in black meets a face from his past. The, his daughter, Emily, is the same mystery woman from the Raj. Right. Which I'm so glad that came up so fast, really. Right. We didn't have to guess. Yeah. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yep. Um, and I think she's going to play a big part now and maybe in his redemption because I think in the end he is going to redeem himself. Did he not already redeem himself in this in this episode. No. I don't think that one little thing... Not full redemption, but, but on his path. But leading to my next and last uh, thing is the quote from the man in black said, I have received my judgment all the same and I take issue with it. So I'm going to fight my way back and appeal the verdict. I'm going to burn this whole fucking thing to the ground. So I think he, his goal now is to redeem himself as a person, as a human being, and then destroy what turned people bad. Right. He, he's, he knows... Now this was an ill-begotten path. Yeah, like this was not the path to go down. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so now one of the things that they talk about, or that I've seen talked about online, and I I listened to about two podcasts before we recorded this, and they're talking about how Ford is still directing the game. Yeah, and I am like, well, why or like how? I mean, like who? I mean, I know the little girl was mm-hmm. talking to Man in Black, but I guess I just don't know how that happens or how that is happening. Well, I think it's kind of like choose your own adventure games, but it's the programming. So if Man in Black does this, then you say this. If he does that, okay. then you do that. Okay, okay. So I think yeah. it's that. But I love the way he's... I, can I admire somebody who's fake? I, lo- I admire Ford because... Yes. I think he knew that just because there was a big massacre doesn't mean that it's over. Everything's right. over. There's a lot more to it than shutting that part of it down. Right. Okay. So th- I think the reason he built the game is to actually shut it down for good at that point. Because his death and that, that massacre was not going to do it. Right. So really only Man in Black William can do it. Right. Who? Or, I mean, can he do it? I mean, he's fighting a big corporation, too, even though he's owner of it, but still. Will we ever see Jimmy Simpson, William, and young Ford cross paths? Because I feel like that question is not answered about uh, Arnold and Dr. Ford and how they came under the Delos banner. I mean, we got a little taste of it with Logan being introduced to um 
Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is her name? Um. Oh gosh, Charlemagne. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. no, it's not Charlemagne, anyway. but anyway, I'll think of it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Clementine. No, no, Clementine's Clementine. Clementine. Okay. The, all right. No, it's um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Okay. Anyway, say so what were you saying? So, like, will we find out how exactly, you know, like the corporation and this technology? You see Jimmy Simpson, William, you know, in this technology with with Delos, mm-hmm. okay? But where's Dr. Ford in that, in those iterations? Where ah, is he? I think they were keeping him out of the loop completely and just telling him to do the park as Oh, possible. this is, okay, this is totally separate. Yes. I think that you're they were right. trying to keep him out, right. but if he knew. Right. He still knew. Yeah. Okay. Because right. he knows everything. Okay, right. right. That makes he, sense. They thought he was just a writer, writer yes. doing the narratives and um, yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that totally makes sense now. Okay, all right, all right. So um, you want to ask a couple questions before we sign off? Yes. Um, well, who do you think Bernard printed? <sighs> well, I guess Doctor Ford. He was under the control. He's a robot under the control of Doctor Ford. Bernard is not part of the Jim Delos, William, Jimmy Simpson, you know, world. Right. And so he was under Dr. Ford's control. Dr. Ford, who you alluded to just earlier, said, you know, knew of these things and sent him to to uh, extract Dr. Ford's psyche. But I don't think Anthony Hopkins coming back. And really, after seeing it, it doesn't that, have to be Anthony Hopkins. He can that little ball can go in you, could go in me, could go in oh, shoot, Elon right. Musk's ex-wife. Oh, that's true. Do you think you'd want to live that way? After I was watching that, I was thinking I would not want to have my consciousness downloaded into anything. And then you have no control after that. They can just put it in anything. They can put you in any situation. I would yes. not. Like would, a total monkey. Yes, I yes. would not want that. Who would want that? Right. Uh, n- not me. I think that the people that even entertain the idea of immortality are fucking insane. Even, I mean, y- I mean, why? Oh, even I don't. I don't personally don't know why somebody would want to live forever, unless they're afraid of dying and what's coming after because they've been bad. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to live forever. And but usually. The, I feel like the people that want to live forever are usually control freaks, kind of. Right, right. And you lose complete control. If yeah. you're giving someone else your consciousness, they yeah. can do whatever they want with you after. Yeah. That is scary to me. Huh. Uh, yeah. I, well, tell me who you think is... I, I've been thinking about this for a whole week, and yes. I have no idea. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I don't, yeah, not a single idea. I don't right. know who it could be. Right. Uh, could it be William? I don't think he wants to live forever either. Right. Maybe, well, maybe at that time, maybe at the time he was thinking, oh, no, this would be good. And then, you know, but I don't think Bernard Arnold was necessarily around and serving him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of think about who Jeffrey Wright is tight with. Right. I don't know. I, it'll be very curious. I, 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 the, I, I will say I'm a little like, 
I feel like you have to read about this show to understand this show. Yeah. And, and some of that is cool, but like, you know, and I've said this a million times, I mean, for me, it's all about characters and developing those characters and starting to care about those characters. I mean, there was all this shit with Lost about the mysteries and all this crap. Yeah. But in the end, it was just like a, a story about relationships. Yeah. And so... Do you think this is? Not yet. Not really. Yeah, I don't think there so aren't There aren't any relationships I care about here. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. Maybe, like, Bernard's relationship with Dr. Ford. Um, you know, I mean, there was, you know, master-servant type stuff. Um, and Hector and Maeve are kind of interesting to look at. But, uh, you know, and Teddy and, and Dolores, they're... They're donezo. I mean, this is whatever the hell is going on. That is true. There are no relationships. Do you think Dolores is going to have a turnaround and realize, wait a minute, this isn't the way to go? I I don't know. I don't know. She's acting so... I don't know. I don't know if I saw something... She was not in the last episode at all, right? Not not at all. Maybe I saw something in the previews for the next, next episode where I was like, well, maybe she will think about this. Maybe, yeah. The preview looks awesome. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for it's next so week. So excited. I know. Okay, wait, back to the thing where you have okay. to do research. There's somebody at work that watches it and is is confused, but I feel like there's a huge large percent of the population watching this that is also confused. So, like, but I mean, at what point do you st- stop caring about being confused. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on what kind of shows you like to watch. Well, what's funny about it is I don't know if I could watch the show anymore without reading something or doing something and seeing what people think about something anymore. Right. Like, if that was taken away from me, I don't think I could because I feel like I'd be confused. Right. So. Right. I don't know... And if I never started, I don't know if I would know what was going on. I can't just—I des- can't decide whether I would or not. Right, right. Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's like Steve, my husband, wants to start watching it, and I—I I feel like I don't even want to have to like go into explaining all this crap with him, and he will not go down the rabbit hole of looking up anything. Right, right. I mean, right. no way. So, do you have to? Do you think you have to? I don't know if I could tell because I do. And I feel like I already know what's going on. Although maybe I don't. <laughs> well, exactly. I Well, I don't know. Because do you remember last season when you and I went and recorded with Mitch Bryan and he was like, what? There's three timelines? Right, right, right. And that was like the sixth episode. And it was like, uh, yeah, there's three timelines. I um, posted, did you see this post? I just posted on our Facebook earlier today about my favorite tweets. And one of them was... Anyone else watching Westworld but worrying that you have no idea what's actually happening? Like, yes. I'm watching it, I'm enjoying it, but I think I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel, I, I feel like I know, like, if there's degrees of it, I'm like at the third degree. Okay, if there's like five degrees, I'm and fifth being like master, you know it, you called the different timelines in episode two of last year. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm in two or three. Like, I've kind of waded in a little bit, but I have not dove all the way in. I feel like what's happening to me is I feel I'm, like, at a four, but my fear is I'm actually at a one. Huh, 
Yes. I feel exactly. like everything I know could not be true. It, there's a possibility that everything I think exactly. is wrong. And we didn't talk about uh, Shannon Woodward coming back and Elsie. Oh my gosh, I was so excited about Elsie coming back. Yes. Oh, that's what was my. I bet that was the other one. I bet my two got erased by my finger. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I know I had that one on there, and I loved her so much. I'm so glad she still has. Yes, yes. I was glad. Isn't it interesting that Clementine drugged Bernard to the same cave so he could find her? Yes. So, Doctor Ford has a plan. Yeah. I mean, that's that had to have been the reason it happened. Mm -hmm. So maybe uh, the ball is Doctor Ford and Dolores. Like, how does that work? Like, Dolores kind of like, I mean, because the other thing I was thinking right before you came over, I was like, you know, so they took whatever it is with James Delos and said, okay, here is our deal that I know, you know, we're taking your DNA. Yeah. But I don't think it's specific to that ball. I think that the DNA or whatever they extract from the subject could be replicated many, many, many times. Yeah, you can so make 10 balls. So it's possible that Dr. Ford has been in Dolores the entire time. You know, or Dr., you know, what it, it, or James Delos or William has been in one of these other hosts the entire time. It's not unique to that situation. Do you think they ended up perfecting it? And I wonder if it would matter at what point they took their consciousness from. So I feel like you'd have to take Dr. Ford's consciousness from the time that he revealed what was about to happen before the thing. Yes. And take it from that point because yes. that point he would know. He'd have the knowledge. What was going on. Right. Otherwise he wouldn't know. And the technology isn't that the that you would still be having your consciousness keep on. Right, right, right. Right, right. So, oh, so interesting and scary and probably don't have any idea what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I am very much looking forward to Shogun World and Maeve and Shogun World. And it looks like I she's know. kicking ass. It's going to be so Which good. is very interesting because she is, she is gone, gone from the where's my daughter area of the park. Yeah. She has exited into another area. Yeah. Um, I wonder and, how this is going to change. Well, her. it's so interesting to think about, you know, with her being African American, or maybe she is she British. Both. Um, she, but anyway, that she is in Shogun World, and to see what kind of diversity that they have in Shogun World, whether it's just mainly Japanese people, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it'll be interesting to see because she's definitely in the makeup and the. I have a Costume. feeling that it's going to be women focused. The strength of women and not anything else. Not about heritage. Right. Okay. And yeah. I'm only thinking that because when you think about like the whole geisha culture. Right. I mean it's very Right. You know. Yeah. Man dominant. Yeah. So I think as with every world that exists. Is there a world that you could go to where the went besides like the fictional world of the ladies that you know held out the sex deal, whatever that was? No, there there isn't. But I think that in this case, and like in some other cases also, it's been glamorized so much where even women, if you don't know what it is, like the whole 
the actual idea women will dress up in costume and want to be part of it not knowing right. okay. how, what, how to live that life you know okay so I feel like it's been glamorized so much oh sure that yeah you know ah what yeah I mean this is just like shedding a light on there is no amusement park for us where we would be you know the people in charge there's been no civilization I mean, we could go live on whatever where Wonder, 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 Wonder Woman lives. lives. That's why they made the comic, you know? I mean, you know, that's bullshit. That's yeah. just disgusting. And I'm pissed off now. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we'll have an a, a episode up quick quicker than oh my gosh, I know. 24 well, hours before the next episode. I think we'll do better <laughs> next week just because it's not. Yeah, we don't have a crazy year. stuff, yeah. crazy thing. All right, well, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to the episode on Sunday, episode five, and we will be back here. Uh, feel free to visit our Facebook page, Reveries uh, on Facebook. Is it Re- Reveries, a, a Westworld podcast? Um, thank you so much, and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.